Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Well, good morning, and welcome to another episode of NAVWIC Talks. This is your host, Jackie Perry, and we're thrilled to bring you uh, another extraordinary guest this week, which we do every week, from the incredible members of NAVWIC to the resourceful individuals and organizations driving our growth as women. There's someone here for you, all types of leaders, all types of entrepreneurs. Each episode is a journey towards inspiration and greatness, and you don't want to miss a beat. So we are so glad to have you here on this wonderful Wednesday, if I can talk. (laughs) Remember, you can always catch up on our past episodes and subscribe to our channel at blogtalkradio.com backslash nabwick. And if you're ready to join the iconic red shirts, the women with iconic red shirts, then all you have to do is simply visit our website, nabwic.org, that's N-A-B-W-I-C.org, and hit join. It's just that easy. But listen, today on this wonderful Wednesday, we're joined in the studio by some truly special people. We have publisher and author Ursula Odom, the exceptional consultant extraordinaire, Mr. Gerald Barnes, and of course, our founder and master builder, Ms. Ann McNeil herself. Good morning, Ann, and welcome. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Jackie, and everybody who's listening currently live and in person or in the future. Jackie, I am so excited. But again, I'm excited every day. But I'm especially excited today, Jackie, because we are sitting on a private plane in Miami on our way to Tallahassee to advocate for black women in construction legislatively. You know, we talk about going to Tallahassee. Um, We talk about going to Washington, D.C., But do we ever stop and talk about going to our local city, county, school board meetings? You see, I am also a member, in addition to being the founder of NABWIC, I'm also a member of almost 50 other organizations 
10 of them are solely construction. So that's A, B, C, A, G, C, C, A, S, F, A, S, C, all, a lot of different organizations. And one of them, which is the um, ABC Associated Builders and Contractors, they have a model that says if you're not in politics, Jackie, you're not in business. So as we mm. prepare, yeah, so if we prepare to, uh, and I just want to just let everybody know, so if you hear some noise in the background, that's the plane getting ready to take off. But I would be remiss if I didn't show up today because we have a very special new member. Actually, this, this young lady, and I'm not going to go into her bio. You're going to do that. But I'm excited about Ms. Flagg. I met her through, uh, you know, just like everybody else, through the organization coming in as a new member. And uh, she just reminded me before the podcast started about the fact that I asked everybody to do something. And the reason for that is because I know that when we provide an opportunity to add value to our members to increase their bottom line, that's a benefit of membership. And the higher your membership level, the more value we add. And so we're also, uh, next week, we're going to be at the New York Bill. We have members today, Jackie, that's at the Tampa Expo. So we have members doing a lot of different things to continue to elevate this brand and elevate this organization because we are the voice. And I keep saying that to everybody. And people want to know, well, how do you know you're the voice? Why do you say you're the voice? And you know why that is, Jackie? You know why we're the voice? No, why is that, Ann? But it's true. You know, whatever you say repeatedly over and over and over again with confidence, with self-confidence, self-respect, increasing your self-image and your brand, people believe it if you believe it. And I believe and I know for a fact that we are the voice. But I'm going to mute this voice of mine so that we can hear from the voice of our special guest today, Ms. Flagg. And I'm very, very, very excited about her, not just her membership and her involvement, but her energy. Beautiful woman, mm-hmm. of course, on the inside and the outside. So as always, Jackie, let's get this party started. Indeed, indeed. Let's dive into another inspiring episode and get this party started. So thank you, Ann, and it's just funny because before you came into the studio while we were waiting on you, we were just surmising that you were probably somewhere on a plane. However, we would never guess a private plane. (laughs) So you're off uh, planning NABWIT flags and being an advocate for us no matter where you go, and we want to thank you for that. But, yeah, let's get this party started because we do have with us As our special guest in the studio today, our newest member and um, empowerment legacy woman, Ms. Zakia Flagg. And I'm going to just want to welcome her, first of all, before I read her bio. Good morning, Zakia. How are you doing? Good morning. Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, Jackie. I am so happy to be here. I'm doing well. I was looking forward to this. I got up super early and got myself together. I said, 
I want to get up, jump on this radio show, and, and, and get into this conversation about National Black Women in Construction. So thank you for having me. Well, I was excited, too, but ever since we did have that opportunity to connect uh, during our annual meeting, uh, it's been really, really exciting, and I've been looking forward to this. So I'm going to take a moment and read for our listening audience a little bit about your bio so they can understand or have a little bit of background about who you are, and then we're going to go from there. So Zakia Sheila Flagg owns Flag Labor also known as Capital Cleaning Services, LLC, in Union, New Jersey. It's a leading construction support and commercial cleaning firm. And for over 15 years, Flag Labor has supplied the New York and New Jersey tri-state area's major projects with skilled tradesmen, including carpenters and safety flaggers. Notably, in November of 2023, just last year, her team played a crucial role at Newark Airport's new Terminal 8. But beyond business, Zakia is dedicated to workforce reintegration, collaborating with the New Jersey Reentry Corporation to secure construction jobs for individuals exiting incarceration. Her impact work has been recognized in the New Jersey Biz Magazine and the New Jersey Star Ledger showcasing her commitment and the legacy she continues following her husband, Joseph Flagg's passing in 2013. So that's just a little bit to give you a sense of the enormity of Sheila's, of, of Zakia's commitment uh, to the construction industry and what she does. But uh, Zakia, I read a little bit about about your bio, but if you would, Take a moment and tell our audience, in your own words, a little bit about your background and how you came to do what you do today. Okay, sure. I'd love to, um, Jackie. I'm just making sure you guys can hear me still. Um, so good morning again, everybody. Good morning to all the listeners and all of the members of NABWIC that are on the line here. So basically in 20, 2007, um, my husband, my late husband and I, Joseph Flagg, we started um, Capital Cleaning Services. And Capital Cleaning Services was supposed to be an extension of, of Flag World. Initially, the company was called Flag World. It was supposed to be an extension of Flag World, and we were strictly supposed to go over the commercial cleaning jobs or the post-construction cleaning jobs. So fast forward, um, so Joseph and I, we started working closely together in pursuit of that while he ran Flag World, which was still the construction arm of our business. So uh, from 2007, fast forward to 2013, um, when his tragic passing came about, I literally was thrusted, and I mean thrusted, into the construction industry, like literally, like ejected in. Um, I had two very small children at the time. Um, my my daughters were age four and five when this happened, and my bonus son, which is his son, um, Samir, he was eight at the time. So three small children, newly newly widowed. Um, you know, it was a lot going on. I had people calling me, offering me condolences and looking for their paycheck at the same time. No exaggeration. They literally called me and said, oh, Ms. Flagg, I'm so sorry about your 
about your loss um, with Joe and everything, but how are we going to get paid this week? And the reason why is because um, Joe's pay structure was a little different from mine. I've done things, I've, I've brought the company to a whole nother level in these past 10 years because I've been doing it by myself for 10 years this past um, October 2023. So anyway, so my point is that's how I got into the construction industry. The good news of that, the ironic part of that, is that I also received calls from his clients at the time, Rockinelli Construction. Rockinelli Construction in Melville, New York, is a huge reason of why I'm even able to do anything. Um, Pinnacle Construction out of New York, another one, Tachi. There was so, there was so much live work on the line uh, when Joe passed away, um, and these GCs, these general contractors, and these really the project managers mostly, and the VPs, they called me and they said, you know, we're sorry for your loss, Ms. Flagg, but if you can continue to send us laborers, we will continue to send you work. And that's exactly what they said. I didn't know how I was going to do it. That is a true story. I had, I mean, I did know because I saw what Joe did, but Joe did a little bit different from me because, again, he was he was he was more on the ground, more out in your face. His brother Steve, um, his brother Steve was more of the administrative arm of the business, and of course, I was a housewife doing the bare bones minimum. Um, but I was able to figure it out. And people say, well, how did you figure it out? You know, you had two small babies on your lap, blah blah blah. Basically, the internet helped me. Craigslist. Um, Joe had a lot of relationships with uh, halfway houses, hence the reentry. He had a lot of, he used to pull guys from different halfway houses. He had a lot of relationships with um, the unemployment offices and things of that nature. And also just him doing it for so long, he had a whole pool of, of potential uh, laborers that he could call whenever we needed work. So, of course, I used some of them because they were actively working. But as we all know, sometimes when there's a change of guard, things change. Oh, Joe did this. Oh, Miss Flagg, you're different, so forth and so on. But, again, I had to... I had to service my clients, like seriously. That's what it was about to me. I was like, I got to service these clients. I have to get them laborers by any means necessary. Joe used to drive a lot of the laborers to the sites, especially the ones from the halfway house, because there's a lot of rules around that. He had to pick them up. They had to be back by curfew, so forth and so on. So what I did was I went to Craigslist. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jackie, Craigslist was hit or miss. It was not all hits. I had a lot of yeah, 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 people not showing up. It was it was it was crazy in the beginning. It really, really was. Um, you know, the the contractors, the project managers and the site supers would call me and say, Oh, could you send me four laborers to this job site tomorrow morning and two would show up? Stuff like that was happening. Six would show up. They would ask for six and four would show up. You know, stuff like that. The good news is they kept calling. They kept working with me. They kept giving me chances. They, they didn't give up on me, so I didn't give up. Um, and I just kept going. You know what I mean? I kept going. I built the business from there. During the day when the children were at school, once they got a little bigger and they were in, um, and they were in um, elementary school, I took advantage of any type of day business mixers. So anything lunch, I was there. Anything breakfast, I was there. You know, I would take the kids to the morning care. You know how some parents lean on aftercare? I leaned on morning care. So I would mm -hmm. take the kids to anything morning care, get them there, go to morning care so that I could go to this business meeting mixer in Manhattan at 10 a.m. So I could go down Trenton at, you know, 10, you know, whatever I needed to do. 
So that's how I built the relationships with uh, with different GCs. That's how I met Governor McGreevy with the whole reentry situation. Like, and I just kept going like any other aggressive, you know, business owner would do. Because again, I was I was a housewife. I, I yeah, didn't well, work. Yeah, Dad, I'm actually, sorry, Dad. No, no, that's okay. Uh, because again, uh, it's 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 wonderful to hear you share all the things that you had to do. In fact. Navigating the loss of a partner is incredibly challenging. I, I can attest to that. Um, in the midst of everything, though, that you just described, like you said, you know, you had to go to the mixers, you had to deal with the constant changes in the labor pool, uh, all kinds of things. But can you share how you found the strength and determination to continue building the construction company in the wake of your husband's passing? You. You described a lot of things that you had to do as an entrepreneur, but where did you find that strength and determination? So I found that in the incentive, just to be candid, in the incentive and the motivation that we all have behind getting our bills paid. And I and, and not trying to be funny, but the flexibility that being self-employed gives you with your time. Again, my mm-hmm. children were so small that I needed the flexibility of being able to tend to them after school hours. I needed that. Um, So that's what gave me my strength. That's what gave me my motivation. I used to do in six hours while they were at school with people that complained that do 10 hours. I did it in six. Like I had to be on the phones, on the Internet. I've been working um, remote way before COVID way before. I sat right at the counter and I made my life happen. So that's what motivated me to keep going, Um, reaching out to project managers, going on job sites, something that we don't do now. It kind of faded with the internet, but Joe used to do it. Joe used to walk on the job sites to the trailer. We loved anything new. Anything. Whenever we saw a trailer and dirt, that was our opportunity because we knew that PMs and supers would be, you know, lingering around sometimes. So I did stuff mm-hmm. like that back then because you could still do that. So I would, you know, again, during those six hours, I would drive around New Jersey, drive around New York. And, again, I was still getting the calls from his live clients, but just I would, like, leave my car and I would say, hey, is the site super here? Is the project manager here? Stuff like that, trying to get to the decision makers. Because one thing I learned quick, which Joe taught me that before he even left here, he was like, we talk to decision makers we don't do middlemen we don't we don't and he's right and it's no disrespect because I'm sure there is a reason for the middleman to facilitate whatever they need to do but we 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 need the decision makers it's yes or no we got it we need the opportunity to so that's what I learned from him before he left here Joe was always in pursuit of an opportunity to pitch and present what we had to offer and how we could make your job site uh, better and run more smoothly so that's what I did you know, that's what I, I did the same thing. I sent out uh, postcards. I just kept going. I kept going until eventually I did start getting calls from people that were new, like new clients. I was like, wow, you know, it's working. It took two or three years, but it, it happened. Well, you talked um, about the importance of consistent marketing uh, throughout. And going back, I, I do want to just, again, commend you on your remarkable spirit for being able to uh, continue on and grow the business until today you all are involved in some very major uh, contracts. In fact, uh, most recently, as I I mentioned, uh, you worked on the airport project 
and your manpower that you had, all those laborers installed concrete barriers in the entire rental car parking garage at Terminal A, and that was 300,000 square feet. So And maybe again, a little bit more, not to cut you yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's a tremendous amount of square footage, which, again, attests to the fact that you are very uh, instrumental and very effective in gathering uh, a workforce in order to get a uh, We do want to commend you. And let, let me let me tell you a little bit about that real quick, Jackie. Not to cut you off, but but for anyone in any woman in construction or any anybody, man, woman, anyone that's in construction, especially if you are um, you know an independent in construction person like myself and like so many of us, getting on those government projects. Believe me, like I said, I took the business to another level from where Joe had it. I know he's probably proud of me and clowning me at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But to get on those projects that level, you can't even get there. I, and I tease the Port Authority because I'm certified with the Port Authority. Um, but I tease the Port Authority and I say to them, you know, a, a, a small business can't even be down with y'all unless they have a certain dollar amount, unless they can prove that they got the insurance and the bonding and the this and the that, which I have all of that. But the thing is, I didn't have, I have all of that because of the private um, builders. And I always, I always like to let anyone in construction know, like, listen, it's not easy to get on the bigger projects because then when you finally get there, they're like, oh, well, what's your paperwork looking like? What's your P&L looking like? You know, can you really afford this payroll? Can you carry, your, can you carry yourself for, you know, 60, 90 days? Y'all know how they do. You know what I mean? So it takes a lot to be able to even withstand stuff like that so to be on and by the way we did the airport twice that's just our most recent we did it we did it just in 2023 and we also built we we did uh traffic safety control for when they built the actual parking garage so that was two years ago um that was through um uh i forget the name of it. oh high concrete out of pennsylvania we we was a sub for them and they actually built it so again it was dirt it was nothing and our guys did the traffic safety flagging so you can't even get on these type of projects unless you have built yourself up on paper a certain way. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a lot. And then it brings me to, like, NABWIC. Like, I've always wanted to join a company like this. Anything – let, let me tell you, this is very, very important, Jackie. As I was coming up – as I was coming up with, in all of this, and I, you know, and I was – I felt very alone – and I still sometimes feel alone because construction is male-dominated, and we all know that, and that's okay. That's okay. We've all, we've all conformed and complied to that. It's not even a problem anymore. But it does sometimes make you feel alone and because the way, the, the way that the industry or the, the, the peers would receive Joe was different from how they would receive me. And, again, I can only go to those day mixers. So my point is, is that I've always wanted an organization similar to NAPWIC to kind of support me and lean on me, to, for me to lean on them and just to kind of like have my back and be in the know and pull my ear and teach me stuff that I don't know. And I've visited other ones and, and you know, I went to their mixers and stuff like that. And I, I didn't join. I didn't. I, I did not. Well, I won't say the names because yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful. But Navwick, I was I, like, yes, go ahead. You know, I, uh, yeah, I just wanted us to just pause for a minute there because you're on a topic that's really, really important, and I want our li- listeners to, to really uh, pay attention, and that is 
uh, like you said, a lot of organizations you wanted to join, be a part of something, you didn't join. So right after this commercial, we're talking to Zakia Flag. It's it's really about her journey of empowerment and legacy. But we're going to listen and learn why she became a NAVWIC member. We mentioned that she is uh, one of our newest NAVWIC members. But first, we're going to have a commercial, and we'll be right back. But for our listeners out there, if you have a question, if you want to join this conversation, all you have to do is press star one on your phone, and you can join the conversation as well. So we'll be right back talking with Zakia Flag right after this commercial. My name is Dina Neely. I'm a licensed electrical contractor. I'm founder and CEO of Detroit Voltage. I am a member of the Detroit chapter, and I kind of stumbled upon um, NABWIC or was introduced to NABWIC early on when I first started my company, and it's really been a wonderful journey. Um, I love being able to communicate with like-minded women. I mean, it's one thing to be a woman in construction, but it's a very unique thing to be a black woman in construction. And being a part of this organization has really been helpful in helping to grow and navigate through growing a construction business. And of course, our fearless leader, Ms. Ann, um, she's always a wealth of knowledge and being able to pull from her has been um, invaluable. And so um, one of the things that I'm super duper proud about being a woman in construction is having a part of the revitalization, revitalization of my community and being able to take my children along for the journey. And again, my name is Dina Neely, and I celebrate women in construction. Yes, we're back, and we are celebrating women in construction. And today, we are celebrating our special guest, Zakia Sheila Flagg. And Sheila, I, I'm Zakia, I want to call you by your middle name. Uh, I refer to you as a workforce champion, a construction innovator, team builder, empowerment advocate, all of that. And there are so many things that we can just go on and talk about this morning. But right before the commercial, you were just about to tell us a little bit about NAVWIC and why you joined. So I want to ask you to just continue with that thought. Yes, absolutely, um, Jackie. So as I mentioned, I had been looking for an organization similar to NABWIC, um, Women in Construction, period, um, locally, whatever. I've been to different things just for the support of it all and, and for the knowledge and so forth and so on. And I just didn't feel a match. I didn't feel a match. Um, it wasn't about money. I don't really care about money at this stage in my life because, you know, we can't take it with us and so forth and so on. So I'm not really – it wasn't about that. It was about a connection. It was about a resource. It was about a feeling. And when I came across NABWIC, um, I had the pleasure of uh, going to one of the billion-dollar lunches virtually um, in 2023. And I had heard about NABWIC, though. I had heard about it. But I went to a, a, a virtual luncheon um, virtually, and Miss Ann was speaking, and I and I liked her. That's it. That's just keeping it honest. I liked her. I said I like her energy. I said I like that she is a person that 
talks the talk, and she probably walks the walk, because this is when I didn't know her yet. This is just me observing. I was like, she probably, she did something about, I don't, you know, it's just something about people. I said, it's something about her. I don't know. I like her. I like her energy. So I kept, you know, following Navwick and, and listening to little things that you guys had going on, and then I said, that's it. That's it. I actually got on a call with Navwick one time, um, a live one where I was able to engage, and that's it. When I got off of that call, I joined. Um only thing is that I joined the wrong membership level, but I'll change that when it's time to renew next year because I didn't realize that that was, like, even a thing. I just wanted to join. But that's what made me join. Miss Ann, she made me join because I said she's the type of woman that she really is an advocate for us. Like, she's not just talking. She's not. She's really not. And she will delegate some work out, though. Now, let me tell you, we gonna, she she going to grow this business, and we're going to all do it together. And what happens is because we're all doing it together, you get to elevate your own business at the same time. Like all of those connections that we all want, because you're working and you're busy and, if, you know, if you volunteer to do different things with the organization, you will find yourself in front of, like I said, the decision makers. You will find yourself in front of them while at the same time helping this beautiful organization grow itself for so many women in construction. So that's why I joined, Jackie, and I'm so happy that I did. I'm, I'm a forever oh. member. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and I'm so glad that you took an opportunity and wanted to share that because being a, a member of NAVIC carries so, so many uh, benefits. And the very first one, and you mentioned it, uh, you said it, elevating your business. You know, a lot of people are always looking at, What's in it for me? Well, if you just take that one, there you go. Uh, so I know, again, I had an opportunity to meet you when we were in our annual meeting. Again, your just energy and your enthusiasm. We're glad to have a member such as yourself. And then you talked about meeting Miss Ann. Hey, it's hard not to like Miss Ann. You just can't do it. <laughs> so we are very, very privileged to have a leader and a visionary such as her leading this organization. But just to piggyback off of what you said, uh, I want to encourage everyone, not just because uh, Zakia said it, but because it's just true. You know, like Ann said at the beginning, because we said so. That's why Dabwick is, you know, the premier organization that you can join. But networking opportunities, access to resources, the visibility of recognition, advocacy and support, mentorship and development, business development, community engagement, I can go on and on. There's so many reasons to be a part of this fabulous organization. And so Zakia has found that, and she has plunged both feet forward into being involved. And as she said, the more you become involved, the more you elevate your, your business. So I just want to say to you, Zakia, I'm personally very, very happy that you have joined NAVWIC and you have already hit the ground running. Uh, thank you for volunteering to be a part of our podcast committee. We're very, very excited about that. And we just know that you're going to reap all the benefits and, and uh, awards, rewards that you're looking for as a result of this connection. So I want to thank you for that. And I also want to pause for a moment because I don't want to just take over everything, but we also have in the studio with us Mr. Gerald Barnes, and we call him our consultant extraordinaire, and we want to give him a moment to make some comments or ask a question as well. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning. Um, 
I can't say much because we got to uh, keep it moving. But thank you for coming on. Look forward to working with you. And the energy and power that you're bringing is ready to take Jersey throughout the whole United States and the world. So um, congratulations for finding the right place to be. I look forward to working with you. Thank you. Likewise. Well, thank you, Gerald. And actually, uh, Zakia, when I think about it, there are just so many things that we can talk about. I really would like to explore a little bit more about this area of workforce development, et cetera. But as Gerald said, uh, we're already at the top of the hour, and there are a couple of more questions that I really would like to ask. But first, um, coming in from my social media, there is one question that um, a listener has, and that question is um, unique skills. What what kind of skills have helped you be successful in this particular industry? If you had um, to sum it up. I- if I had to sum it up, I would just say um, being aggressive, seriously, and being present. That's it. And 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 um and knowing how to target the well, I wouldn't say knowing how to target the right people, but um, pretty much just being aggressive as far as the skills are concerned. I I used to think that different certifications were relevant, and I found mm-hmm. out that they do have their place. They do have their place, um, especially when you're when you're dealing with government cr- contracts. But really, it's all about being aggressive. That's the skill, seriously. All right. Thank you. Being aggressive. And I know our listeners already have their notebooks and their pens, and they've been jotting down. I know it's been coming fast, but a lot of nuggets that will help them in their growth and development. But speaking of growth and development, um, we also have a question that we ask all of our listeners because we do want to continuously grow and learn And uh, so you're sharing this information is going to help us. So our last question, um, so to speak, is tell us about your favorite book, your author, or something that you are currently reading that's been a benefit to you. Oh, my God, I would love to. Let me just grab it because I don't want to. I don't want to mess the name, the title of it up. So it's called The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. Um, that book has been helping me for the past year. I started reading it um, in 2023, and I reference it very, very often. It, it's the type of book um, where it's 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 philosophy driven. It's about faith. It's about a way of life. It's about um, looking in, and it's about pretty much seeing yourself outside of yourself and seeing how you deal with and or respond to life. It really is. So that book has been helping me, The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. All right, great. So we would definitely add that to our our list of resources, The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And uh, so, again, great book. Add that to your library. We're going to add it to our list of developmental resources here at NAVWIC. And also, uh, Zakia, as we're getting close to the end, uh, is there anything, any last words that you would like to leave to our listeners? And it could be anything, again, about network membership, about the business, or whatever. What would you want us to kind of chew on and resonate on? Um, I, I don't want to say sound corny, but I guess, I mean, I just say 
have faith in yourself, be positive, um, and keep going, especially if you are an independent, self-employed, you know, small business owner. Um, I'm, I'm a small business owner 100% of the time. I don't do it part-time. I don't do it on the side. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, my God, I got my job, and, you know, if I sell 10 pies, then that's good. No, it's book work or don't have money, period. So um, when seriously, it's that, it's that raw. So if you are a business owner or independent person, like I said, small business owner, I just say have faith, be positive, know that there's going to be no's along with the yeses, but you have to just keep going. That's it. Every day just get up, keep going. Write your list, know what you have to do, make sure you get all of your work done, make sure you have insurance. And because another thing, I I got a call from a potential new client yesterday, not to diverse and take up time, but he said to me, he goes, oh, and and, because he wanted me to send him a quote. He goes, and by the way, do you have insurance? I was like, of course I have insurance. He's like, you wouldn't believe how many people are in business and they think that, and they don't have insurance. So make sure you have insurance if you are in business, because you really can't book work, especially in this industry without it. So, um, yeah. I hope that wasn't too much, but yeah, that's my word. Oh no, that was great. That was great. And and again, for our listening audience, for from beginning to end, you've been able to share some wonderful tips, wonderful nuggets. You know, it's just like grab them as they come. So this has been good. And another thing that we typically do too, when we post on our social media, something that our guest says, we usually try to grab and you know make it into a hashtag. So for you, we've got three today. Have faith in yourself. Hashtag have faith in yourself. Hashtag be positive. Hashtag keep. Thank you very, very much. We certainly appreciate that. We got to have you back on the show and we're going to have you on the show in other ways too. So again, thank you yes. for your vol- your volunteerism. But um, we want to just thank you for just being here with us today, sharing a little bit about your legacy, letting us have some insights into how you empower others to be what they are and to do what they do. Thank you uh, again for being an example in the growth of your business. But we'll have you back again. But for today, we want to say have a happy Wednesday and thanks for everything. And Zakia, we've been truly blessed with your uh, presence, and um, we just want to wish you a a great day as well. So thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much, um, Jackie, and thank you to all the listeners, and thank you to NABWIC. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.